The Olympic Channel podcast is brought to you by Bridgestone, worldwide Olympic partner and founding partner of the Olympic Channel, inspiring you to chase your dream. Olympic Channel podcast. My name is Ed Knowles, and this is the official Olympic Channel podcast. Artists have been inspired by sport since forever from cave paintings of archery, right up to this week, pictures of Simone Biles that are on the front cover of the most recognizable fashion magazine in the world, Vogue. Recently, the art world also hosted a show called Gymnasium. It's a set of paintings about gymnastics. Today, we're talking about how sport and art interact. Simone Biles, Serena Williams, black excellence and the power of failure with artists Tenjiwe, Nikki and Kossi. They are excellent and we hold them to these ideas of black excellence as well. And so can we also allow them vulnerability? Can we allow them rest? Can we allow them to be human? Olympic Channel Podcast. Hi, I'm Tenjiwe Nikki Nkosi, and I'm an artist based in Johannesburg, South Africa. I have all these questions about sport and about, I mean, and, and also about the art world. I think that people like to go to sport to think, oh, well, we have, look at, we look at these, you know, these, these people, like, you know, there can't be racism in the, in the world <laughs> because look at where they are and look at how much everybody loves them. And I think that those things have actually very little to do with one another. Tenjiwe was born in New York in 1980 to South African parents. Her father was a political exile. Both her and her parents went back to South Africa in 1992. By 1994, Nelson Mandela, the anti-apartheid campaigner and staunch anti-racist, was the leader of the country. He said that sport had the power to change the world. That said, there was still racism. Spaces were delineated um, and, uh, you know, de defined in terms of um, race. And so, you know, there were spaces that literally, you know, the whole the whole suburb uh, region of, of Johannesburg never imagined, you know, that it, itself as being as busy as it is now, <laughs> you know, so many people living there because they, it was really made for a particular population. This is just an idea that I'm that I'm thinking about quite a bit. And what does it mean then when you're when you're inhabiting that space? Um, not only for you, but how does it change? How does it change the space itself if it wasn't designed with you in mind? Simone Biles is the undisputed queen of gymnastics at the moment, from winning 19 world championship medals to gracing the cover of Vogue magazine. The four-time Olympic champion has inspired people across the globe. Her name is synonymous <laughs> with the sport. I mean, it's like, it's, and I think that she's, she's defined it and redefined it. And she's, I mean, for me, I think gymnastics has always been about, and, and, and maybe this is just what I'm particularly interested in, is, is the limitations or, the, or exceeding the limitations, perceived limitations of the human body. You know, what can our bodies do? And she has shown us. 
I mean, she has she has shown us the future, really. <laughs> I think you know, there's a she's an Afrofuturist <laughs> in that way, you know, I, and um, and and for for all of us, for all of humankind, uh, she's she's showing us what is possible. I think she's made the sport more popular. I think she, yeah, she's. I think she's done an incredible amount just in terms of expanding our world view. Just sit and marvel at the sheer brilliance of this beautiful athlete. You know, I almost, I, I also think about, you know, what does she do for making Black Lives Matter, um, not just as a, as a movement, but as a philosophy, as a, as a call to, to, to the world. To you know, to humanize us and 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 value us. What does she do for for that? I mean, whew, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I think it doesn't. You know, it doesn't equate to to dismantling these other structures. Structures. You know, these structural issues. And I don't think it's on them to to dismantle to dismantle that. Tenjiwei found inspiration in the world of gymnastics. First, she was drew to the spaces, and then she was sucked in by the people. I was looking for sort of new architectural spaces, and I just I started looking at sports imagery because um, sort of tennis courts and um, other, you know, the the sort of athletic stadiums. Um, the architecture is interesting, but also with this sort of like the internal design is quite interesting to me. Um, and I found this image of a gymnast in a sort of high angle, uh, just having completed their floor routine. Um, it was probably taken sometime in the 70s. And I said to myself, oh, you know, this is sort of arresting. And I, I altered the image to... Um, to suit my needs and uh, sort of change the, the judges into these interesting characters um, who, who are sort of like witnesses more than judges. And, um, and then the, the central figure of the gymnast was so triumphant. Um, and I decided to turn them from a, a white character to a black gymnast. And this was in about 2012. And then I started researching the world of gymnastics a bit and the sort of history, the ancient history, and then the more um, modern history of it. And yeah, and that's how I got sort of sucked in. Here comes the Biles, double layout, half out, stag jump, oh, gorgeous. As soon as I painted that painting, um, I actually, I, I went away from the theme for a year or two. And I hadn't really been, you know, started my research then. I knew, I mean, I knew of these young women um, and I was excited about them as, as you know, champions in, in the field as, as young black women. I mean, as an, as an older black, um, black woman and someone who has in her life uh, occupied spaces that are traditionally white and, and and currently, you know, kind of hostile to to us, I I, I identified um, with them, but but I wasn't really um, at that point. No, I wasn't so conscious of their sort of particular um, yeah challenges within the field. But in 2014, I found another image of an empty uh, 
practice gymnasium and um, and these and these young figures sort of in a mirror off off you know off to the side and I I I again turned all these figures into they were white and I turned them into young um, black and brown girls and, uh, and and their coach as well and it was then that I started to think about um, their position in this world and 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 started to become more aware of um, yeah the particular challenges that these gymnasts faced in gymnastics at that time I would say that you know in 2014 what I was more aware of were people like Serena whose brilliance and excellence in their field is just figures like her, you know, who, who, who are just constantly um, facing this other kind of scrutiny. And, you know, and it sort of gets, it almost gets in the way of the, of the picture of, of them. You know, they, they, they don't, they're never just allowed to be champions. You know, there's, some, there's, there's some sort of um, interference in that image. They're these things that are so that don't matter. They don't. They don't actually, you know. I mean, of course, they're public figures too, right? Um, but the public is so much more forgiving. I mean, the, the like famous example is someone like John McEnroe, you know, who was sort of like famously a pain, you know, <laughs> um, and he was loved for it, and it's seen as funny, you know. And we, you know, he did. He doesn't go down in history as like a a bad sport in particular, he goes down in history as, as, a, as a character, you know? And so like the, the, um, the ways in which we hold people to different standards, depending on their gender and their race are really troubling. Um, and so I just, I became interested in that, in, in, in that, you know, as part of this, um, and as part of this project and part of this in, interrogation, all the all the different sorts of pressures and um, uh, standards and uh, that that you know that these young athletes are are faced with and and how that also you know echoed in my own life as an artist, someone who also has to perform quite <laughs> quite a lot and and publicly you know both in in terms of your your own person and in terms of your um, your work you know. There's always a public display. You know, it's quite easy, and I'm guilty of it definitely, to go in towards the loudest moment, the coolest bit, you know. But you actually decided to focus on these, like, quieter moments as, um, or maybe not the moment that someone wins the gold medal or whatever. Um, why was that? Why was that something that you decided to focus on? I mean, I'm, I've always been... Um interested in the idea of what it's like to be in between. And these are sort of personal questions for me growing up in different places and coming from sort of mixed um, heritage and um, just all sorts of questions about, uh, you know, these this hard and fast, you know, categorizations around identity. And I think that also, you know, growing up, I, I grew up in my teen years in South Africa, where you know there were like strict racial categorizations, so these the idea of like what happens in in between um, is really interesting for me. So it sort of applies um, across the board in my work. For example, there's this, there's one painting 
called Team, where um, they're a group of uh, young women, girls, um, surrounding one particular girl who's got her sort of uh, her hands in her face, and she's she's crying out of elation or of you know that she lamenting, you know, maybe she failed in some way. And uh, for me, I, I, I'm quite interested in the, in the idea that this is, you know, there are stars in this sport, but there's a team, you know, in which um, there is support, there's actual, you know, the, they do the labor together, you know, watching gymnasts uh, uh, train, you know, you, you see that it isn't, it's actually a team sport, you know, completely, uh, you know, in terms of safety, you know, someone throwing a mat underneath you to make sure that you, you know, they break your fall, they're watching you, they're, they're giving you as much, you know, your teammates are giving you as much feedback as your coach. So that's just one example of um, that, you know, I, and, and, and I guess the larger point there that I'm trying to make is that we, we are through others, you know, we are who we are through, through our community. And, you know, and I'm always in my work, I'm really interested in sort of undercutting ideas of like single genius or single, you know, individual, <laughs> individualism. I'm not very American in that in that way. There, there are these moments of failure or, or of self-doubt. And um, and I'm sort of questioning, well, what is what is isn't failure part of it? Isn't it part of being a champion? Isn't it? And, and what is failure but some kind of learning, you know? Um, and to show those moments for me really, uh, in a way, you know, sort of saps the power of failure and allows it just to be an, another moment. But all these in-between things are just are really powerful for me. And I guess the idea that failure is, is something that we don't show uh, is, you know, is, is powerful for me and empowering. And, and that vulnerability is what makes us strong it just makes us also who we are and so yeah and so sort of applying that back to what we were talking about about these you know these public figures who are under scrutiny and they are they are excellent and we hold them to these ideas of black excellence as well i mean f for me that's a lot and so can we also allow them vulnerability can we allow them rest can we allow them to be part of a community can we allow can we just, can we allow them to be human, really? Simone Biles, the great athletes make the difficult look easy. We've watched one of the great performances. They're, they're sort of the lessons of all these sports movies, you know, where they, you have the underdogs and they, <laughs> they keep losing and they keep playing. You know, maybe there, maybe there are really powerful lessons there that you just, you do something because you love it or, you know, because you, because it makes you feel a certain way or, but, but that you don't necessarily need to be the best. And that, you know, the best is also always contentious. You know, who's judging, I think is also the question. Who's saying who, who, who is the best or who can, you know, who can make advancements in a field, who can, you know, who, who's worthy of praise. I mean, these, these are also questions that I'm bringing up in the work. Like who, who are these who are the judges? Are they impartial? Are they partial? Are they, are they us? Does it matter who's looking? Gymnastics, especially in America, uh, was kind of shook to its core with the widespread sexual abuse. And I have so much respect for those insanely brave people who came forward and 
risk so much to help others and make sure that others were safeguarded in the future. It seems like everything is against someone from, for, to succeed. One thing I do want to say is just watching all of those young, young women. I mean, they're still, they, you know, they're much older than they were um, at the time of, of the abuse. Um, but there are still these young women who, ha yeah, who are just so powerful and brave. And I mean, I think that people like Simone, um, I think it's Ali Reisman too. I think there are quite a few gymnasts who are using their platforms and using their power to really, uh, to ensure that those who are coming up now just don't go through the experience, um, the experiences that they did. It's also on us somehow, even though I don't, I don't see any gymnasts asking that. I think somehow the, the pressure needs to be also from us. If we're gonna enjoy this sport, then we also have to demand that, that these young people are sa you know, safe within it. Tenjiwe, thank you for your time. Thank you. Thanks so much, Ed. Olympic, Olympic Channel, Channel Podcast. Another massive thanks to Tenjiwe. You can follow her on Instagram. She is Tenjiwe underscore Nikki underscore Nkosi. And you can see some pictures on her feed from her gymnasium show. I am Eddie Knowles with an I and an E if you want to follow me. And we are Olympic Channel across all social platforms. From art to artistic swimming, because last week we had five-time Olympic champion artistic swimmer Svetlana Romashina from Russia. Here's a clip from that interview. I think it's not boring to win. No, I like it. I love synchro. It's my life. It's my job. I think that I have a strong character and uh, I prefer to win, not to lose. And uh, I know that I will do anything to win. I understood that you must never give up. I think that you may use it in all your life, not just in sport, not just in synchro. At two operations and after that, I recovered very fast. I understood that you can do anything. You just uh, need to think about it. You just need to have your goal to move. From the choreography, the artistry, that's so creative. That episode, plus many others, are available at olympicchannel.com forward slash podcast. It would be wonderful if you gave us a five-star review this week. Put an inspirational quote in the title or write a few kind words or both. It really helps people discover the podcast. Big thanks if you've done that already. Okay, that's it for now. Stay safe and see you very soon. Think like an Olympian. Olympian.